everybody, and welcome to the Undignified Joy Podcast, where we'll set your monthly mindset by truly living undignified. I'm Em. And I'm Kels. And we are so excited to jump into this next episode with you. Yep, let's do it. Woo! <laughs> So everybody, welcome back. Welcome. It's a new month. Hope you guys had a great month. Yeah, we're we so excited. You know, we had a little bumpy um, patches in the road, you know, some <laughs> but, of us maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're officially here and better than ever. I'm raising my hand. You can't see it, but yeah. my hand is up. Very high. <laughs> Just, kidding. Just kidding. But yeah, it's officially the first month, maybe month and a half for some of you back in school. And so um, we just wanted to kick off this next month kind of tying in the story of Job with um, the Honduras mission trip that we went on a couple of months ago, as some of you know. Yeah, we went on this mission trip and, you know, it wasn't at all like really what we expected at first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just turned into this like amazing thing that has forever impacted us. And we're just like really excited to share the experiences that we got there and like yeah. what we learned because um, we think that it can help a lot of people and maybe encourage you to go on a mission trip because mm-hmm. it's something that I never really had thought about when I was younger. And then getting this opportunity was just life-changing and I just think that everyone should do it when they can yeah right and that's not to say you have to go out of the country to experience Mm -hmm. what we experience like you can experience exactly that in your backyard or in your hometown wherever you are but it truly was life-changing for the both of us and kind of to start the story off like me and Kels both went into the trip with the same mindset kind of like we've seen so many people going on missions trip like what we were about to go on and we were like wow it's gonna be amazing it's gonna be life-changing like day one we're already gonna be changing lives like god's gonna be moving in us it's gonna be crazy i cried majority of the week wanting to go home okay was a mess i was a reality check it was yeah it was not at all what we expected and our hopes were so high and we kind of got there and we kind of felt a little disappointed the first few days to be completely honest with you and I think our expectations were just so high on like God has to use us or like we have to see God in this. And we did. We saw God. But it was mostly that feeling that we thought we were missing. Like, where is God in this? I feel like me and Emily are really like similar when it comes to like being driven and like really passionate about things, Mm -hmm. especially when it comes to like church and helping others. Yeah. So like walking into it, we were like, oh my goodness, like the first day, like all these people come back from the mission trips and they're just like so on fire for God. Like I can't wait. Yeah. And it's like, yes, we enjoyed those first few days. Like it's, we're not saying that we didn't impact people and that we weren't impacted. It was amazing. But it just wasn't, I guess what we were expecting and we go into things expecting for God to work. We are so expecting. But it was just the wrong way of expectance, I guess you could say, because we were expecting him to do it right then and there. And we weren't having that patience of prayer and like just figuring out the process as it went. Right. So the fact that it didn't happen right off the bat, it was really discouraging. And we kind of let that get to us, especially, I mean, speaking for myself, like right. that really got to me. Like I would call my mom crying when we could. Mm-hmm. And I had that like yep. connection, you know, but, <laughs> right. and I would just be like, I want to go home. This isn't what I like expected. Like, yeah, it's great. It's beautiful over here. It's so cool getting to help people, yeah. but like, I don't feel it. Like I just feel homesick. Like I don't understand what's going on. And I was just so confused. And I was just praying so hard, like God, like why like I thought you were gonna like use me in this like miraculous way yeah all these other people come out here and help like Mm -hmm. do you really need me here and I just had all these like overthinking thoughts and I know that it's just like the devil and the mindset all combined into one 
um, really affected how I felt. But then right. after like the whole trip experience had ended, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit. But yeah. like last day, it was like crazy. What God 360, did. <laughs> right? Like I think at the start we were so focused on feeling God in such like an amazing way that we missed out on what God actually wanted to use us yeah. for, and like you can feel God in so many ways when you're doing his work, but it's not all about the feeling because our feelings, our emotions are always going to discourage us. They're always going to let us down because we're imperfect, right? Like we're not always going to feel our best, feel our happiest or at 100%, but that doesn't mean that the work that we're doing isn't for God or isn't glorifying God. Yeah. And I don't want anyone to forget that, especially for people that maybe volunteer in your community at Mm -hmm. like just little things around your neighborhood or just like on a Sunday and kids ministry, holding a door, like holding a sign, like those things matter and God sees those. And those are like really important in his eyes. And you are affecting people around you. Just like that smile, it Mm -hmm. could impact someone's day and just like make them want to do that to other people. And just, it's just like that domino effect. Right. So keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like God doesn't look at the role that you're playing he looks at what's in your heart exactly he looks at if you're doing what you're doing for him or if you're doing it for the praise of people and so yeah that's kind of just to start off our story of Honduras but we'll jump a little bit more into that story and how that ties into the story of Job that's been on our hearts Woo, woo, woo! (laughs) (laughs) moving on Okay, so I'm going to start off by explaining the story of Job a little bit for those of you who haven't heard of it, but um, I'm going to go into a little bit of detail, but you can go and read the full story in your Bible, so go open that up, but um, so kind of the story starts with um, Satan and God, and basically Satan thinks that Job's life is way too easy, like he has the wife, he has the kids, he has all this land and animals and all these different things, estates. And basically, Satan's just like, Job, my man, your life is way too easy. And so (laughs) Satan and God have this meeting and Satan goes to God and he says, like, Job's life is way too easy. You're being too easy on Job. Like, I think if I take everything away from him, I believe that he's going to run from you or he's going to hide from you. Mm -hmm. And God's like, okay, fine. Like, God doesn't make those bad things happen, but he'll let them happen. And so he's like, all right, like I truly can say that if you take these things away from Job or if you cause harm upon him and his life and his family, like he's going to stay faithful and he's going to continue loving and trusting in me. And so that's exactly what happened. One by one, Satan took everything away from Job. He took his wife and his kids away. He caused fires to happen. So he lost all of his land, all of his animals and everything. And Job was crushed. Like, can you imagine that for one second? Like, just imagine losing everything in your life. Like, your home, where you live, the food you eat, your family, everything that you know is gone. And that's exactly what happened to Job. And through all of this, he continued trusting and loving God. And so at the very last verse in Job chapter 1, it says, Throughout all of this, Job did not sin or blame God for anything. And... This story, I think, just so amazingly ties into Honduras and what we experienced with the people of Honduras and all of the stories that we encountered. And so that's just kind of why we wanted to tie in the story of Job with what we experienced on our mission trip. So, yes. Yeah, this story, it really, really is like 
the perfect thing to mm-hmm. compare what we got to experience there for our week that we were there. Um, yeah. So the we go to we went to this life center, and there's these kids there that were either taken away from like abusive homes or mm-hmm. they were just on the streets abandoned or their parents passed away just like all these like very tragic stories and these yeah. kids are like young they rage i think from around like toddler age mm-hmm. till 18 years old right and a lot of them like have gone through abuse and gone through like that emotional just like roller coaster like i can't yeah. even imagine going through mm-hmm. what they went through and so they're all here at this organization and it's it's amazing like I can't even explain. They've created a whole home for kids who have had nothing. And it's just so beautiful to see like these kids were in environments that we could not even imagine being in today. Like Mm -hmm. we live in such a wealthy place. Mm -hmm. Like not everything is handed to us, but like we're so much more fortunate than people out there. And like these kids are some of the most joyful kids that I've seen in my entire life. Exactly. Like these kids touched my heart out of everything there. That is like the the main thing that left an impact on me is just, oh my goodness, I can cry. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like watching the kids help each other and like help mm-hmm. the house parents that are staying there and like watching them and like helping raise them and yeah. getting them to school and all these things like we would go over for dinners and they would just be so excited to help clean up at the end fold the tables bring the chairs down yeah. these thick stairs like they didn't <laughs> care with smiles on their they face had so much joy doing that and yep. i'm thinking here i go home and like i'm upset because like you know i didn't get the notebook i wanted for school <laughs> like what right are you kidding me yeah. and it's just it it's insane how they had nothing they still have very little mm-hmm. but they're so beyond grateful because they understand god's love they see that through their house parents and the people that come on these mission trips and just hang out with them they see that through yeah. us but honestly like i see it through them and it's just it it was insane and there was like a couple kids that really just like left me feeling so loved and feeling so grateful and they like were encouraging me to like learn new things and like show showing me just like how they live and like what they like to do on a daily basis and a lot of them there like mainly just speak spanish Mm -hmm. and so me knowing little spanish you know it was harder to communicate right but they like took so much time into like getting to know Mm -hmm. like how we say things and there was this one boy that he really just like was so determined to like have a conversation with me and it just really touched me like he learned they were learning these songs in english and like writing us letters and saying things and like and they just want to teach you and they're just like doing it all with a smile like i did not see one kid like get upset the whole week we were there and it's just they're so full of full of joy and it's like all that the undignified joy that we're talking about right they really they just don't they don't care about what other people think they don't care about like what little they have they have god and that's enough exactly and one thing that stuck out to me so much while we were there was on one of the nights we were having dinner at the home there and so the house parents they made the dinner for us and it was so it was so nice and i remember like everyone got their plates of food and before we started eating they had one of the little boys in the house pray and he's like maybe eight or nine years old and i just remember listening to the prayer and i was in awe because like 
I feel like so often we're here and we pray to God and we're like, give me this and give me that. And why aren't you delivering me in this place of my life? And this little boy was here and he was just praying like, thank you, God, for this. And thank you, God, for that. And thank you for this beautiful day. Mm -hmm. And thank you for these people visiting. And thank you for this food. And thank you for our family. And like all he could do was thank God, even through everything that he went through. And I was just like, I literally teared up Mm -hmm. hearing that because we are all so like on this chase of the next thing that we need. Like we always need the next best thing. And these kids here having so little are grateful for every little thing that they have, even if it's just waking up in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. It's it. it, what what was another um, thing that had happened was we all got to attend a church service together. Mm-hmm. And so it's a different culture. So like, of course, it was different for us. Yeah. And they had to go back and forth between Spanish and English. And so we all, our group, we all kind of spread out and sat with the kids. And just seeing them during worship mm-hmm. was actually insane because they are so young. Yeah. But they were just so into it. So just like, drawn into like what they had to say and who we were praising and like what was being talked about and like during service of course you know you have those couple kids that like fall asleep because you know they're kids it's (laughs) gonna happen like three hours long (laughs) but the fact that they go and they know that it's gonna be the same where they go on Sundays and it's gonna be this long thing and Mm -hmm. like yes they probably honestly probably a lot of them are like okay like whatever it's kind of boring because they're kids and it's like an older service but they still go in so grateful without complaining. Yeah. Super excited, ready to learn and come out of it even better, just even more excited to like do the next thing. And they're so excited to like show us like what right. they're doing. Exactly. So I just thought that was really cool because I like I know so many kids because like volunteering in kids ministry, we we come encounters with kids every Sunday, like new kids. And they come in and they're like, I don't want to listen to this. This is boring. They'll like pull out their phone, which of course these kids, they don't have phones right? and they just don't want to pay attention. But these kids were just like into it, into it. They're like, Jesus, like Jesus, 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 God, the love pouring out of them and through them is insane. It's crazy. Like we went there so that we would be able to bless them and encourage them. But we left feeling even more blessed Mm -hmm. and encouraged than ever. And the reason that I love how this ties into the story of Job so much is how in that last verse where it says that through everything, Job didn't sin or blame God for anything. Like while these kids, they have every right to sit there and blame God for the things that they've been through and to feel sadness and pain for like all of the hard things that they've endured. They sit there instead and they praise God Mm -hmm. and they show that love to other people. And I feel like a lot of the times when we go through things, like we find that as an excuse to just mourn and to walk around all like, mm, mm, yeah, you know, exactly. like, oh, I have to wake up. I have to do stuff today. <laughs> Raising my Raising hand. hand again. Again. <laughs> exactly. But when we're reminded of these kids who have been through way more than some of us have ever been through, and we're reminded that they wake up every morning with purpose and with love and joy in their hearts we can be reminded that we can do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. I, It's really inspiring. And like Emily was saying how we, so this kind of ties back into when we were saying earlier is like we got there and we were like, oh, like we're so ready mm, yeah. to like transform people's lives and like, you know, be the savers and like tell them who Jesus is right. and like, let's do this. And then we walked out of there like, 
man maybe this wasn't for us to do yeah yeah that's all god you got that like it really it humbled me and it made me just feel even more grateful and more excited to just talk about him but in a way where i was expectant of him to like take control of Mm -hmm. the situations and like show that love and it's not all on us to like have to do it like yes we're servants of god and that's why we're here we're all on missions we all have a purpose right and we're all trying to make heaven crowded but at the end of the day it's between that person and the relationship with god and yes we can do all we can but Mm -hmm. if they don't accept him like we just have to remember that and keep reminding ourselves because i know also like jumping around a little bit like people will be like oh well it's my like duty like i have to get them right to like accept jesus into their heart or like i failed and and no that's, that's not really that's not at all like yeah. that's all in god's power like we're imperfect anyways so there's no way that we're not god we're not like the disciples exactly like, so yeah. Yeah. like you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink you can oh let me say that again you can word. lead a horse to water <laughs> no but um like, you can tell all the people in the world about God. You can spread all the love in the world. But at the end of the day, it's not you who changes their hearts. That Only God can do that. Only God can be the one who makes that shift in their mindset and in their hearts. So. Yeah. And let me tell you, God did that to me and Em. <laughs> yes, he did. That's yeah, right. I literally, so when we got back, I all I could think about was like, wow, I was so ready to transform them. And now I'm transformed mm-hmm. and I don't even know what to do with all this like exactly. craziness going on. I was just so excited. And I'm I also encourage you like so like being real after that, like, yes, you're you have so me and Em were actually talking about this earlier this week. So mm-hmm. you're you have this like fire for God when you do these things like we had mission trips, we had like camps that we went to. And yeah, now that like schedules have been getting back to normal mm-hmm. they're busy like working school it's kind of hard to like keep that and like em had to remind me yeah. of that this week because it's so easy to get caught up in the world and like forget all that we had just did that summer exactly. and like what we had experienced and to continue living that out right and so i just like encourage everybody that if you ever have that like awesome blessing of feeling that like overwhelming fiery like joy for god yeah don't lose it like keep reminding yourself because it's really hard to like keep going like yes in the moment you're like oh life's gonna be great like i'm Mm -hmm. gonna be like this every day but no the world gets ahead of you and like you've you lose sight of that so read your bible daily like like it's the medicine i literally saw a quote there's a church down the road and it says on the board and it was saying how like it said like read your bible it's the compass to like where god wants you to go and yeah. it's mm-hmm. like the medicine it's the way you want and i was just like oh my goodness i know i need to read my bible when i get <laughs> home like that's my reminder exactly exactly <laughs> like the thing i think that a lot of us in the church love about summer and spring break and all of these different things is that it's like one thing after another after another like being on fire for god yeah. like for spring break like I don't know about some of your churches but our church like we have like a spring break trip or a spring retreat trip where we go and we just get to soak in the presence of God all week it's so good (laughs) and then after that we have another church camp and there's mission trip um, opportunities and there's just so many different opportunities over Mm -hmm. the summer that leave you feeling so on fire for God and like Kelsey was saying like once you get back into that busy schedule where like your daily lives are overwhelmed by work and by just everything that needs to get done 
like it's so hard to remember what it was like being on fire for God. And after you leave all these camps, like you hear all the pastors and everyone saying, like, don't lose that fire. Like, mm-hmm. keep You're reading like, your Bible. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna. Like, how could I? This is so good. Yeah. But like. It is so hard when you're not surrounded by that every single day. Like at camps, you're forced to go to like mm-hmm. the sermons and the worship and the work sites and all these different things. Like you're forced to be in that environment every second of every day. And if we don't come back home and if we don't do that ourselves, then we're going to lose the fire. Like if you don't make every single place that you stand holy ground, then you're going to lose the fire. Exactly. I love seeing those quotes where it's like, yes, we need to go to church. Like, it's awesome to like, but you can bring church anywhere with you. Exactly. Your car, your house, school, work, and just like remembering to just worship worship him all day long mm-hmm. and remember those things. And like tying it back into Job, like how he lost everything, yeah. but continue to stay faithful to God. Like, even if you're having a hard week or you're having a hard day and you just feel like you can't do it, like I've had those days this week where I just felt like I couldn't do what I needed to get done because I just have all these like things and I'm an overthinker. Okay. Mm -hmm. And it just all just comes in, but you just have to sit back and remember, Oh wait, like God, God. Hey, Hey. you're there. Open your Bible and read it. And it's hard. And, and I know it's like, okay, yeah, it's easy for you to say that to read your Bible. But like, if I'm not encouraged and I'm not into it, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. Even if you literally have to force yourself Mm -hmm. to open the Bible and start reading and you don't feel anything. Yeah. I promise you, if you just continue to keep doing that every day, something will happen. God will not leave you hanging. Like if you keep and like show him like, Hey, you know what? I'm trying. It's just like volunteering on a Sunday opening holding the sign and you might think okay like this isn't even doing anything like I'm literally exactly. just like whatever no God is using that for you and for other people and yeah. just remember that encouragement right it's not about feeling motivated to do the things it's mm-hmm. about being truly committed to living a life for God mm-hmm. because if we're only focused like I said earlier if we if we only focus on our feelings and our emotions they're gonna fail us exactly because life tears us down like Satan throws things at you that make it hard to keep going But if you're driven by your commitment and devotion to God, like he's going to come through and he's going to remind you that his goodness is there through every season of your life. And so um, I don't know why, but God's really just laying it on my heart to just say this. I don't know, like who all is even going to listen to this (laughs) or like how this is going to go. All three of you guys. (laughs) Oh, mom, dad, (laughs) brother. (laughs) Um, But when I was talking about like having the day I was having like a hard and like felt like I couldn't do anything was literally the day that we were supposed to film the podcast. Yeah. And I was just so overwhelmed. I felt like everything was going wrong and I couldn't like get things done and I didn't have time. And I had to have a little debrief session Mm -hmm. with Emily. And so I just wanted to like be real. Like it was literally a day we were getting ready to film this podcast that I'm encouraging you to like read your Bible. Mm -hmm. But this is just for goes to show like everybody goes through it. And like seeing people like us post on Instagram and like being encouraging, like we're trying, we're not going to go and sit there and like post like sad things and make everybody else sad. Like we're wanting, we want to be real about the same time. We want to encourage you because we know that if we didn't have the leaders and the friendships in mm-hmm. our life that were right. always encouraging and being positive towards us, we wouldn't be able to get through what we're getting through. Yeah. Um. So just being real, like exactly. you're going to have bad days and that's something I keep having to learn over and over again, right. but it's going to happen because I like to be happy. Like who doesn't? <laughs> exactly, so. exactly. Our schedules 
are going to be filling up in this next year and Mm -hmm. we're going to have things on our to-do list that we constantly have to check off but the number one reminder that I've just been reminding myself lately is that rest is the most important thing yeah and like I can guarantee if Job didn't have time where he rested in God's presence he wouldn't have gotten through that without blaming God like he wouldn't have been able to trust God through losing everything if he didn't have time where he was just like okay God like speak to me or okay God I'm trusting you with this and so that's just a reminder for those of you going back into school and work and all of that like I know it's hard I know that it is hard to find time but you can wake up earlier you can maybe go to bed a little later whatever it is but it doesn't have to be like three hours of just like sitting in silence waiting for God (laughs) like you can just throw on worship music music at like random times of the day or say quick like thank you, Jesus, or help me, Jesus, or I love you, Jesus. Yeah. Or does it doesn't have to be something big or long, but God loves to hear from his children. And so, yeah, just a little bit of encouragement yeah. for Listen you guys. Listen to worship music while you're getting ready. Put some sticky notes on your mirror with exactly. verses. Exactly. You don't have like, to, like, study, like, 12 chapters yeah. a day, like, all of that. But, yeah. like, just have one verse a week and meditate on that and like I can promise you eventually God is you're going to feel God's presence in, yeah. in your life if you don't right now yeah and if you're wanting to get say you've like it's been a while or you haven't even started reading your Bible don't go into it thinking you have to like read a whole book in a day or you have to mm-hmm. read this many chapters like yes it's going to set a goal but you can start with a goal of reading like just a verse exactly a it's like it's like working out like yeah people who haven't worked out in a while and then mm-hmm. they go like all like so strong first day like speaking from experience <laughs> like working out six hours i'm gonna be so strong yeah. but like if you work You'll out burn yourself out exactly if you work out like 30 minutes a day you're gonna see you're gonna see the changes and it's the same reading your bible if you exactly. read it five ten minutes a day you're gonna see the changes eventually yeah and then just continue to grow don't don't be lazy and stay there for forever exactly okay. we're speaking to ourselves too <laughs> yeah we're just doing this as reminders so we can listen back and be like oh yeah yeah we said that yeah, we said that we have to do that <laughs> exactly well anyways guys well there you go thanks for listening and we will see you guys next month oh i'm so excited so fun can't wait be happy guys Woo! have a good life <laughs> jesus loves you and so do we see you next month bye that was so good that was that was it that was the one